Welcome to another episode of Building Your Multi-Million Dollar Practice. Today, we'll be discussing why accountants and bookkeepers are making the shift towards providing additional services and why that's an important change. Advisory services are important to small businesses because the company is likely the business owner's largest asset, and as an accountant or bookkeeper, what you do makes a difference. You have the ability to save a business, which translates into someone's dreams, and that's the real value of moving into advisory services. Hello, Peter Vesnes here. Today I want to start a, a short series, four parts, on um, how should you move towards advisory. You've decided you want to do it, maybe you've started it already, but now what? And uh, I, I'd like to break this down into parts uh, that are kind of a result of what uh, Prophecy has been helping its, uh, uh, its partners with for many years. Uh, as well as my own personal experience in providing business advisory uh, is since the 1980s. So at any rate, today we're going to talk about why do your clients really need advice? What is it that the business clients need in advice? Well, I am of the belief that no matter what type of company it is, at a minimum, there are core disciplines that have to be understood by the business owner and by the employees in order for your business clients to be successful in the marketplace. What are they? Well, I believe the first one is how do they define the client experience and the sales process? Obviously, because everybody is providing some type of goods and services, you have to have some sort of a message so that it's easy to understand. So whether it is something simple, like you have a confectionery shop or a bakery, or whether it's something a little more complicated, like you do uh, technology infrastructures and security systems in, in businesses, every single company has to understand what type of an experience they're trying to give their customers and what they use for a sales process. So, for example, uh, for a, a traditional restaurant, exposure is the big thing. The sales process probably takes place uh, with the, the concierge or the person who is seating the clients. In most places that you go into, I don't think do a particularly good job. Uh, even something as simple, once you know, they ask, so how many will be seating at your table today? And they tell them, uh, well, there's two of us, and they take you to a table. Why wouldn't the person at reception say, you know, today the, the pies we have were just made by our baker. Make sure you, you order one of, the, one of the fruit pies. They're really good. A simple statement like that is creating a better client experience, creating trust, creating relationship, and encouraging the business, uh, the business's preferred product sets to have value with the customer. This runs the spectrum of everything from do people come to your office or do you meet at their office? Uh, if they come to your office, do you serve coffee? Is it instant coffee in a styrofoam cup? Or do you have a, uh, a wonderful Juro Capresso espresso maker and you feed it to them in China? All of these elements play into 
the whole client experience and sales process. People shop with your business clients because of trust. So that's a critical, a critical discipline. Second discipline is how do you give the market top of mind awareness for your company product, goods, and services? In other words, the number one element is if they have some sort of a need or a desire, an urge, a pain, an itch, uh, something that they want, are your client's company the first thing that pops to mind? This whole thing of top of mind awareness is a, a critical element uh, in the entire process of helping a business flourish. Understanding how your business clients promote and market their companies to create top of mind awareness is uh, one of the key top disciplines. Third thing, efficiency and work. How efficient is the back office and the, uh, the things, the processes that a company has to engage in to make it happen? Keep in mind that there are so many steps and processes in running a small business, even with two, three, or four employees, that uh, most people don't realize. By the time you account for all the little steps what you do in payroll, what you do in invoicing, what you do in billing, what you do in services. Most small businesses don't recognize that there might be easily as many as a thousand steps to make the company work. So efficiency becomes a critical element of the company because an inefficient company will spend more money than they make. So workflow efficiencies. Regulatory requirements. The world keeps getting far more regulated. I know we have to uh, make an adoption. We've had to make an adoption to the new European uh, Union regulatory laws on security in cloud-based technology. We have to do it. It's protecting all the consumers. We're happy to do it. But there is a time cost and effect of doing it. How well are your business clients managing regulatory law? Technology. How do your business clients utilize technology? Now, obviously, from an accounting and, and financial management standpoint, there are a lot of incredible tools out there for, by use of technology for allowing things to happen more efficiently. Uh, companies like uh, Paychex, Receipt Bank, there, there are so many elements uh, that technology can help provide uh, a growing level of benefit and service to the customers? Or are they still using old technology that is actually costing them time and money? Human resources and organizational development. Who's on the team? Does each member of the team really understand what the mission and purpose of the company is and how they're moving towards doing it? Are they in the right position? Are they allowed to have uh, autonomous uh, decision-making and problem-solving skills. What is involved in human resources? Because ultimately, a company can do no better than how well the people who work for it operate. What's the culture? What are the benefits? What are the things they provide? How do they create that experience? Finally, I think another element that's absolutely can't be avoided is business strategies and planning. Having a, a, a purpose. How do we create a business plan? Many companies get uh, busy and they don't spend enough time looking towards their future. What's coming up next? Where are they going? 
They're busy being busy. It's very important that businesses are always planning towards the future because the only constant is that tomorrow will have changes. And if you aren't planning for tomorrow, the reality of tomorrow can often destroy a company. All right, so we look through these, and at a minimum, these disciplines are sales process, client experience, top of mind awareness, building efficiency, regulatory requirements, technology, human resources, business planning, and business strategies. Every one of these reflects itself in fiscal management. In order to move to advisory, you have to do more than just create some sort of a snapshot uh, or a, uh, uh, a web page or a standardized historical report. I really believe if you're moving to advisory, the purpose of it is to help build the financial stability, the profitability, the valuation of the company for your business clients. It's their largest asset. And the way this asset gets larger is by increasing the value of the asset through these disciplines. So if you're going to move towards advisory services, it's imperative that you find a way to understand these disciplines in your clients' companies and how they reflect themselves in the financials. You don't have to do all of them at once, but you will always have a growing way of providing value-added services. At any rate, this is Peter Vesnes with uh, Prophecy. I'm the CEO and founder, and uh, I hope you've enjoyed part one. Look forward to uh, chatting with you again in part two.